I've never had that before. And it made me realize like, oh, I don't want to have sex any other way. Like whatever the fuck else I was doing before, like I cannot let that happen again. This is that filet mignon we've been talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We brought... Okay, Lacey Claire. Well, first off, welcome to the fucking podcast, baby. You're the first female guest. First ever? You're the very first female guest. Wait, whoa. First of all, what an honor, but wait, second, why? Well, <laughs> like, well, why because, am I just now the first? Well, because, well, we've been getting asked to bring on female guests for, like, since we started. So. Why haven't you? And I've always just been kind of like, I, I want to, you know, pick the right person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, when I, I'm I met, right <laughs> when I came across, <laughs> when I came, when I was introduced to you through Max. Yeah. Your photographer, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. um, I saw that you have a podcast mm. and I saw that it's like, oh, OK, I start listening to it a little bit. I was like, OK, this is like she talks about a lot of the same conversations we talk about. Mm-hmm. She has a very interesting perspective. I was like, OK, she's comfortable on camera. Like we could have this kind of conversation like, yeah, yeah this is you're used to this. So it's like, OK, boom, this is nice camera action. This baby. is the easiest thing to, you know, the easiest way to kind of like get it rolling. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. I was like, here. perfect. I'm also excited to have you guys on mine. Yeah, well, I'm excited about that, too. Your podcast is dope, though. I've been listening to it, and it's like, okay, hell yeah, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is the shit right here. <laughs> I've been looking for Damn, that thank female you. that female perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now we could combine our perspectives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just have a, a good back and forth that'll help yeah. the listeners get put <laughs> on game. It is like the one thing that I'm like super proud of because I think for so long especially the past couple of years, I've been struggling with the title of being like a model and I struggled with like vanity and like how people perceived me. Mm. And although I really do love to create, I was just worried like, does this look conceited? And just like, why am I modeling? Like, I don't need people telling me that how beautiful I am. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, growing up, I did YouTube. I would do story times on YouTube, Mm -hmm. but I was more immature. And so this podcast, more immature, more immature, just like younger, you know, so you, so it's a more immature version than now. Well, that's like that's wait. interesting. <laughs> wait, okay, just immature. I was like, because like, you're you're a bit of a goofball on your social media. I love it though. Thanks. I like that's another reason I want to bring you on. And I was like, I love your like your energy. It's, Thank you so much. It's so vibrant and just like <laughs> you know, just like you, you don't give a fuck, and you, but you you still own who you are. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I see when I I come across. You're not afraid to like just. Let all sides of you kind of shine through. Take off the mask. Yeah. Yeah. She's Internal like, freedom has stripped been. down. That's stripped down. that's why we call this shit stripped down. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. And today we have a very special guest, Miss Lacey Claire. Hi. Y'all been begging us to have a female guest for how long now? We finally got one. Miss Lacey Claire, and we're gonna be talking about some things that y'all been DMing us about, asking us, hey. What do y'all, can y'all talk about this? What are the rules and the regulations of this particular subject? And if you want to know what that subject is. We're talking about friends with benefits. Friends with <laughs> benefits. <laughs> and you, you know what the hell kind of benefits we're talking about. The good ones. The good ones. <laughs> them good, good ones. <laughs> them, them good, good ones. <laughs> so we're going to go into it. 
because this is an area we both have some experience in. You have yeah. a female perspective. I have a male perspective. Yeah. Now let's see kind of where mm-hmm. we mesh and, and figure out where, where, where these rules and regulations truly lie. Yeah, I'm excited to hear like your perspective <laughs> on this and your, your boundaries, what worked for you, what didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're going to get into it. Okay, So ladies go. and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. If you're new here, Welcome to the shit show, baby, where we just, <laughs> listen, this is where we just keep it real. We're just like, no filter. We're just going to tell you like it is. We're not going to sugarcoat this. We're just going to just be honest with y'all and give you some genuine perspective from our experiences. Yeah. Okay. We're not here to judge anybody. We hope you don't judge us. So just take everything you can. If you get some good, valuable information out of this, amazing. Share it with your friends and do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> like this motherfucking video. Leave us a review. Whatever buttons are there, just like, just start tapping on them. Do it. All right. It's going to help us. It's going to put you on game because we do this on a weekly basis. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into it. If you're ready, buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up. We getting into friends (laughs) with benefits. (laughs) So, Lacey, you have a friends with benefits. And just to clarify, I'm not that friends with benefits. I know what y'all are thinking. We ain't friends with benefits. We podcast friends with benefits. Hold on. Okay, so friends with benefits. Where should we start? What you want now, boy? Okay, so what do you define as a friends with benefits? I mean, I think I define friends with benefits like most people would. Um, A friend with sexual benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've only had one in my life before. And, you know, I feel like there's a negative connotation with the word friends with benefits sometimes because Mm -hmm. it gets sticky or things fall apart uh it ruins friendships yeah it it does ruin friendships and i've been so lucky with this my particular situation just because we are great friends and i've it's just done so much for me internally personally too it's not just like oh i'm gonna get off and like feel good It, it has done so much for me like healing really yeah what way what do you mean by that Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. I mean, like, so. I mean, I can tell you, like, the beyond, story and the be, timeline. Beyond just, like, satisfying that physical need, you kind of got an emotional or mental kind of need satisfied as well. Yeah. In a way. Um, should I just give you, like, the timeline of everything? Sure. Because I'm a storyteller. Okay. Um, so, this is one of my really good friends. And, mm-hmm. um, honestly, the, like, I have so much love and respect for him. Like mm-hmm. he is fucking amazing. And so a co- actually a couple years ago, we hooked up for the first time and we were like, fuck, like, I really want you as a friend. Like, what does this mean? I remember the next morning I called him and I was like, Hey, what is this? Like, should we do this again? Should this happen again? I, I want to know, like, are we going to date? Like, what does this mean? So you hit him with the what are we question. Not what are we. (laughs) Basically right off the rip. I guess so. But just like how do we move forward from this? Like what is this moment? And he was like, fuck. He was like, I respect the hell. He he even talks about it now. He's like, I respect, respected the hell out of you for calling me up and asking that to get on the same page. Yes. That's that. That was key. I want to point that out because that is key. Yeah. That's that's the key. That most you motherfuckers are missing. 
Yeah. Because y'all never have this conversation. Yeah. And it is an uncomfortable conversation. But how it did is. you how did you go about it like that? You just like were you like having any sort of thoughts beforehand? Should I call him? Should I not call him? You know, there were there were ideas there that I was like, I would like to date this person, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't sure where he was at. And also mm-hmm. I'm just protecting my own emotions. And so but also I was just so comfortable with him because he is like one of my good friends, you yeah. know? And I am protective of that friendship in itself. I had ideas of dating him. Like, what does this mean? I, I was interested. Before you guys hooked up or after you guys hooked up? Before and after. I think, it, doesn't everybody kind of go through that right. little mental... It's like a little fantasy. It's yeah. like, you gotta, you gotta you play You meet somebody out. and all of a sudden you're... You're like literally five years down the line. With yeah. Them. Oh, no, it's not. Good. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we do that? So, okay, so you did that with him. I was I was nervous to call him, but I know I knew it was necessary because I didn't want this fogginess. And so I called him and luckily, like, I'm just so comfortable with him already. And he was like, I just really want you as a friend. And what was like the exact way you put it so that maybe somebody else can use that as well? Huh, this was a couple years ago. Like, what would you say if now? I feel like I would probably say, like, because, I mean, it was fucking amazing. And I think we absolutely talked well about done, that. Young man. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And I think we probably talked about how great it was. But I, w- I think I was just saying, like, okay, well, what do we do now? Like, mm. should we do that again? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what does this mean? Are you? I don't know what I would say. Interesting. I kind of have, because I kind of went through a similar experience. Yeah. So, okay, so I had an FWB for almost, like, a year. Mm. Okay? And when we first hooked up, same thing, next day. Well, I wasn't, like, really sure what it was. I thought, maybe, okay, it's, like, yeah. a one-night stand. Yeah. Right? But then when she, like, kind of hit, hit me up to, like, hang out again, I was like, oh, well... Maybe it wasn't just a one-night stand, mm-hmm. right? But after we hooked up again the second time, we were hanging out. And we, we vibed before we became right. friends with benefits. Right, so right. it's like, okay, I already dig your vibe or whatever. And then afterwards, we hooked up again. And, and then we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then the way I, I, I kind of took an indirect kind of route to kind of establishing like kind of that mm-hmm. and it was more of like just talking about myself and my past and yeah you know kind of where I am now mentally why I am here now mentally mm-hmm. and that, that kind of like painted the picture for her it's like oh he's not kind of in that like emotionally available right. place you know and he doesn't want to go back to that place where he was like super yeah hurt before and it messed him up and it like because I got these goals and these things that I'm focused on and it's just like that like being mm-hmm. honest about it and then that actually opened her up to being like, I have a similar story. Mm. That's actually where I am too. Yeah. Right. It's like okay, now we both know that about each other. Communication. And it's and it's like okay, now we could kind of proceed knowing. Okay, you don't want to go back to that place because of how it affected you in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go back to that place. Let's respect that, right? I think honestly, and as you were speaking, it. one thing that I would say now is. Hey, where are you emotionally at? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your, like, emotional capacity? Like, what are your intentions with this? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you wanting to get out of this? Because mm-hmm. I think, like, a couple years ago, we both solidified, like, hey, we just want to be friends. We Let's not let that happen again. There was just, like, a one-time thing. 
And then it kept happening. Uh, and it got to a point where it was just like, we're just having fun until we're not. And, you know, there was an understanding of, like, we can date other people and see whoever. And that's kind of what happened. Like, he started dating and sleeping with somebody else. And so I was like, okay, like, let him do, let him do his thing. Our friendship didn't change. And then I actually started dating. I was dating other people, and I got into a relationship. Mm. And he was, like, totally, like, cool. Like, we're still friends. And it didn't change yeah. the friendship dynamic at all. No, it didn't. And that is, like, one thing that is so comforting. Yeah. Because there was no jealousy. I mean, and he was a cool with the, the boyfriend, yeah. you know. And that gave me so much peace of mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so thankful I didn't lose that friendship. Right. Because that's, like, what is can be so scary about friends is, with benefits is... Am I going to lose this friendship? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. Like, it puts the friendship in a vulnerable place, yeah. almost. But it was like he was, he wasn't still trying to hook up with you now that you had a boyfriend, right? No, super so, respectful. So he was super respectful, right. but understanding, not, like, jealous at all. Mm-mm. That's the key right there. Yeah. Jealousy fucks it up, really. And just, like, yeah. kind of having a territorial kind of... It's like, this is your friend, mm-hmm. but you also like care about them so much. Like you want them to find their own ben- like uh long-term partner eventually right. as well. Yeah. So it's just like, it'd be pretty selfish to like, no, you can't go date on other people. You yeah. can't like talk to any other people. It's like, you, you can only talk to, if we're hooking up, then that's some little boy fuck boy shit. Yeah. That's some fuck boy shit. That's where the intentions are on the same page or, his, right. or like intentions weren't being presented honestly yeah. because like, why would you be jealous? Yeah. You know, that says a lot if you're jealous. Right. You don't want to date me. Exactly. You can't I, do that. Yeah. See, I think that's the problem a lot of people run into is like they they hear one thing and then the actions show another thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't care if you date anybody else. It's like, and then all of a sudden you kind of feel like this bitterness from them because they found out that you were on a date. Right. It's but, like, wait a minute. I thought you didn't give a shit that I dated somebody else. I will say... Like, I'm human. Yeah. Like, when he started dating someone, it, it stung a little bit. And that's natural because, like, look. So how did you deal with that, though? I mean. Like, internally. I mean, it obviously stung a little bit. But I was like, you know, we, we talked about it. This is what it is. And, like, he is my friend. I do have so much love for him. And, like, I think uh, compersion is a word that's often used within open relationships, I guess. What's and that mean compersion exactly? Compersion means feeling happy to see someone else is ha- for being happy for someone else's happiness. Mm. Yeah. So you felt that. Yeah. Like uh, above all else, like ha- I want him to be happy. I want me to be happy. Mm. You know, like that's a big thing with me. Like who am I to hold you back from experiencing new things and new people? Right. Because you learn so much through human connection. And right. like, it's a beautiful thing. Like who am I to be like, no, you're mine. Like, I yeah. want you to go experience new people. It's going to sting a little bit. Obviously, like some a little emotions get attached to that, but just open communication. Like, hey, we want us to be friends. Like, I value this friendship so much. That had a part to do with it, but also knowing that, like, just knowing where he was. Like, I'm not going to chase some guy that doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go find one that wants to be with me. Right. And I did. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to, even though the sex was great, like, I'm not going to sit around and, like, beg for somebody to be with me who doesn't want to be with me. Mm. Yeah. So he kind of clarified, it's like, I enjoy the friendship, just the friendship. Yeah. And 
you know, maybe in the back of his head and in the back of your head, you're like, okay, like it's great as just a friendship. If we take it beyond that, it might like I don't know how it's gonna go. It's there's this fear of losing the friendship. Mm. Yeah, you gotta like respect the friendship. Yeah, above all. Yeah. So kind of back to like what you're saying is how it helped you, not just physically. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> let's take another sip of the wine and talk about it. So, because I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because it is more, obviously sex is more than just a physical, mm-hmm. you know, thing. Yeah. Right? And sometimes when you, like, after you have sex, everybody's just, like, in a better mood. You go about your day fucking better. And if you're yeah. not getting any and you're not in a relationship and whatnot, then it's like, fucking life sucks <laughs> so it's like you need a friends with benefits to like supplement that that part and because like maybe you you don't think you can be in a relationship that was the case for me mm-hmm. i knew like i can't necessarily be in a relationship right now yeah like with my priorities and i know there's a lot of women out there who have like crazy priorities crazy ambitions that require all your attention all your focus and maybe you're just not emotionally available whatever the case is and it's just like you can't afford to go back to that emotional Mm -hmm. place in order because it'll fuck up the priorities you're trying to get get through yeah yeah so like knowing that about myself and i i used to be like no i could have both Mm -hmm. right but i couldn't i was way too invested in my thing that i would neglect a relationship Mm -hmm. i know that I would be a yeah. shitty boyfriend. Yeah. And for me to like drag you into mm-hmm. my life, I would be kind of being selfish. Right. You'd have to really understand, and like that's what you would have to want mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Just knowing your like top values and priorities yeah. in that moment. Right. So, like, I kind of have a perspective on this. I want to hear your perspective on it. How did it like help you? Well, before I get into that, I do want to say. I thought about when you were saying something that I don't think you should just go be sleeping with anybody. Right. Like this does take a level of emotional intelligence and communication. Mm. It really does. Like in responsibility because you were also dealing with somebody else's emotions. Like, and you have to be respectful of that. Yeah. So like, even though it sounds fun, like no strings attached, I'm still free. Like it can get sticky and, I I do think that it does require some emotional maturity. Yeah, I think there's a... Here's one thing I thought about earlier before you got here. I think there's a difference between friends with benefits and fuck buddies. I think there's two, there's two different true. versions of friends with benefits. Was fuck buddies just like little strangers? It's like or fuck strangers? buddies are like people that you have zero emotional connection with where you're bo- it's like super strictly physical yeah for both but i don't want that right because it's just so surface level yeah. and those are people i would like consider okay fuck buddies mm-hmm. if i'm just horny then it's just like okay yeah come on over yeah like, what, what you up to you yeah know what i mean but a friends with benefits this, this is somebody who is truly like a friend mm-hmm. right yeah, that, there, like, there you have like, a respect for. Yeah, like, an respect. emotional respect, a mental respect, and a physical respect mm-hmm. for them. And it's like, you're very cautious of those boundaries with that type of person. Right, yeah. So... Let me get into... Back to the story time. Back to you. <laughs> um, so, uh, before I talk about how, like, healing, I guess, it's been for me, I'll tell you about, I guess, why I needed healing, if that makes sense. Mm. I mean, my past relationship, sex was 
got to take a deep breath. Um, (laughs) It was weird for a really long time. And I think that it partially because we had no spiritual connection. And so I wasn't like mentally, spiritually there with him. It was literally just fucking. And that's not what I want at all. Um, Sometimes I felt like I just had a little dick in me. And that... That's like not. That's not what I want. Like I want, <laughs> yeah. so, and sometimes I felt like it was literally just so he could get off, mm, and it was It's like an obligation almost. And there'd be times like, I mean, I don't really like want to get too much into it, but uh, well, now I'm I mean, in therapy, mm-hmm. and my therapist brought it to my attention. First off, that everybody should take advantage of yeah. therapy. Uh, my ther- therapist brought it to my attention that. Uh, some of the things that have happened were fall under the umbrella of sexual assault. Mm. So that was really hard to accept. Like Mm. that was really hard to be like, wait, what? Like I let that happen to me. Mm. And so there's, there's that uncomfortability. And even before him, like I, I was sad, I was dealing with depression and I've hooked up with people. Um, and I was just a body. You know, like these guys, I was looking for something more. Right. And they just wanted to fuck. And so that left me feeling really empty inside. Yeah. And so for honestly the past couple of years, my relationship with sex has been just not it. And I guess even back to my past relationship, I feel like my sexuality was being stripped from me in a lot of ways uh, because he wasn't comfortable with like me modeling and sexier things or wearing like more revealing things like for him though or just for in general just in general mm. like very like toxic masculinity around that area mm. and controlling in that but area that, but w- before you met him that's kind of what you were doing already. exactly that hey we have, listen you preaching to the choir over here we come from a male entertainment <laughs> background it's like yo wait hold up you knew you were getting into this exactly like if this is like i've seen this like meme if if you, like, be ready to date a hot bitch if you want a hot bitch. Know I mean, what that comes with. Yeah. Right? She's going to get attention from other dudes. She's going to get, people are going to try to slide at her all right. the fucking time. Yeah. It's like, if you display insecurity about that, though. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're, you signed up for something that, like, mm-hmm. you're just torturing yourself. Right. With. You know, I think in that past relationship, a lot of his insecurities came out, which I had to carry. Once I got out of the relationship, I felt so free. Like, I feel so free. And that's partially why I don't really want to jump into a relationship right now. Because I don't want to sacrifice my freedom. Given I know the right person won't take like he did from me. Mm-hmm. They'll just, like, give together. I want to ask you a question because I know the audience is probably thinking the same thing I am. So if the sexual component of it wasn't, like spiritually and mentally fulfilling kind of like what you want mm-hmm. like why why did this why did you even pursue a relationship with him in the first what attracted you to him um so i like i know sex isn't like the only thing that like attracts right right to, uh i mean regarding sex it was great at first mm-hmm. uh, and then he didn't respect my boundaries and he uh. didn't respect when i said no oh yeah so there's that and he was somebody that like actually had time for me and give, I'm, I'm still young. So I'm mm-hmm. like still experiencing people in relationships. And so he right. was the first boyfriend, I guess, 
that actually had time for me and was like, we constantly did everything together, which was cool. Cause I never had that before. Mm. And that was the appeal. Gotcha. He was different. Like he like, and I did learn so much uh, in that relationship and you know, I don't regret it at all by any means because mm-hmm. regarding sex, like even though some traumatic, I hate saying that word, traumatic things kind of happened, it honestly has taught me how to set boundaries for myself mm. and to protect my body and my energy now. Mm. Cause like now I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I can't give away my body to just anyone. Right. Like I, I will not do that. Like I, I'm too protective of that shit now. Yeah. Like not everybody deserves all this. Right. And like you, it's an energy exchange. Like yeah. I don't want to take on somebody else's energy if it's darker, meaningless. Yeah. Um, so it was, I don't know, it was a learning relationship like yeah. all are um, so what would you say to a girl who might be in a situation where similar to like what you were in where the guy's not respecting your boundaries you love him mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know he um he 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 makes you happy in all these other ways but when it comes to like certain things he's not respecting boundaries he's not ta- he, he's not taking no for an answer like how do you how do you combat that? How do you, is it like any way to combat it or do you need to just like exit the situation? You know, uh, it was tough. It was really tough for me to leave. Like I should have broke up with him like way sooner than I did, but I had never broken up with anybody before. It was so difficult for me. And I kept making excuses and like, Oh, like he didn't mean to like, Oh, like, and honestly, I, I blame myself. Like I was like, Oh, like I need to be better. Like I need to do this. Like he bitched at me so motherfucking much where it gets me mad now because I look back and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like I dealt with this shit. Yeah. Like you'll be shocked at the shit that you put up with, but love blinds, but you just have to know like your worth and what's, what's wrong and right. So some red flags to kind of look out for what I'm taking from this is like, he spins everything to to give you shit about it, like mm-hmm. it, when it's really a problem that he's having. He's right. not respecting your it's boundaries, projections. and it's, it's narcissism. Well, I don't, I don't know. If, well, I just his insecur- to a degree. His insecurities were so loud, and like if you are letting fear and insecurities run the relationship, like it's a toxic environment. Mm. Like, and so every insecurity he had, he projected onto me, and was like. You're making me feel insecure. And I'm like, that's not my motherfucking problem. Yeah. Like, you know, especially when, in regards By to sex. By what? Like you being would, a model and being so many different, attractive like, or getting hear, attention? You want to hear some of the shit that he told me? You don't get excited enough. You get more excited to see your friends. You don't love me enough. You don't talk about me on the phone enough. You don't write about me in your journal enough. Well, then and I, then you don't want to have sex. It's just en- you're not enough. It's like, because of it's something mine. you're doing, dude. Like maybe yeah. if you adjusted certain things, she would be excited, more excited about you. Maybe right. she would want to have sex with you more. I, maybe she would want to like write about you more. It's like that you got to give her the reasons. Well, he had to want to do those things. You he had like a leash so tight on me, and it yeah. was like I don't know if you're familiar with the tattoo styles but there's four different type of attachment styles and there's an anxious attachment i'm avoidant dismissive mm. terrible combination so the more he pulled the more i was like get the fuck away from me mm. so that that's kind of how it was like and he, he would feel even more insecure when i would step back 
but the more he would pull, I'd be like, stop. Like, you know, right. like it was really unattractive to me. Yeah. Just give me some space to breathe. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So how does that play into finding a, be- like having a friends with benefits situation and then that serving as like a, you know, kind of a, a healing type experience for you? Right. Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> you need another sip? Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically that relationship ended and I was fine mm-hmm. and I really made it my intention to work on myself. I never had this, like, I feel like most times I've come out of relationships, like wanting to fill that void, uh, with dating or distracting myself or whatever it may be moving on really quickly. And so this was the first time where I honestly, it's really healthy that I've been like, no, like I really want to work on my spirituality and my career. Mm. and just become the best version of myself and not, I'm not looking for anybody and that's beautiful. Like I don't, I, I don't have this need, which is honestly really powerful in itself. Yeah. And so <sighs> I wasn't expecting old dude to come back into my life. Not, not the ex friends with benefits. I wasn't mm. expecting that to start again, but it did because, <laughs> um, he had a sex dream about me. Mm. And I had been having sex dreams about him. Oh. So. You got to watch that fucking love uh, sex life show. Okay. Because <laughs> it's got shared some similarities there. Uh, so we're drunk one night. We shared that. He said, he's like, I've been having sex dreams about you. And he's like, I don't know what to fucking do. And I was like, fuck, like, what do we do? And that's kind of what started it again. And we talked about, we set boundaries around it before you guys hooked up after right after. i think the next day or something so similar to the first time it's like okay let's similar. talk about what happened yeah um kind of like let's have fun till we're not and like this can go on until one of us is dating somebody else and i was like i actually asked him i was like hey do you have any boundaries? Like, what are your boundaries? Like in regards to sex or just emotionally? Mm. I was like, my only boundary is I just want to know when you are sleeping with somebody else or when you may date someone else. So I can make my decision from there. Mm. Like, please don't hide that from me. Just like, let me know. And I can respectfully decide what I want to do from there. Yeah. Um, and like, even in regards to sex, one thing that I've learned and I brought up to him was, like, what did you like? What did you not like? And what do you want to try next? Mm. And that has made... Pro tip, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> what did you like? What did you not like? And what do you want to try next? Open communication like that made it such a comfortable, playful environment. Non-judgmental. Like, non-judgmental, which makes sex so much better when you are comfortable and like down to try new things and laugh mm. together or whatever it is. It made sex way better yeah and you know as far as like healing i have so much love and respect for this person already and i know that he would never hurt me i feel like if i would have just had sex with any old guy there was way more room for someone to just like fuck me over or hurt me or my emotions get tangled in that way and I wasn't ready for that, especially coming off from my past relationship, which sex was so weird for me for a really long time, feeling like I, I was just a body being used to fuck. Yeah. And so this, this situation healed me in that way to make me be like, oh, wow, like 
I am okay. This is okay. Like this, I am being respected. Uh, my boundaries are being respected and we can talk about our boundaries together. Mm-hmm. So it healed in that way. But also like we, I've never had sex like that before ever in my life. I have never had a sexual connection like that. And it, I think partially it's because we know each other so well and we're already comfortable enough. You mm-hmm. know, there's like years of friendship behind that and respect, mm-hmm. but that spiritual yeah, like aspect came into it yeah. too. We're like, I've never had that before. And it made me realize like, Oh, I don't want to have sex any other way. Like whatever the fuck else I was doing before, like I cannot let that happen again. This is that filet mignon we've been talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We brought this up in other episodes. It's like sex, like surface level sex mm-hmm. is like grabbing a taquito off the 7-Eleven like uh, yeah. grill. But then once you start to tap into like the mental and spiritual part of it, mm-hmm. it's like having a filet mignon at a five-star restaurant. Ugh. And you're like, I never want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Them taquitos again. Like meaningless sex, like... I don't want that. Like, I don't right. want just a dick in me. Like, I really don't. Right. And so... Well, because now you see how much better and fucking oh, satisfying it is to Insane. Have. Insane, yeah. y'all. Like, <laughs> and so um, I learned with that, like, instead of just, like, you know, like, jumping to sex right away, like, I'm not going to make somebody, like, quote, wait. But I learned, like, I really want to, like, get to know someone and analyze them and see if they check all these boxes. Because if they check all these boxes, like, the spiritual, mental, emotional, like, and all these other things. Then you know the sex is going to be good. The sex is going to be even better. Right. You know? And so I just want to take my time analyzing. Yeah. But also... One thing I've learned recently, and I, my intention with sex has, is is different. Have you ever heard about like the yin and the yang energy? Like energy. I mean, I've heard the term. I'm, I'm not quite sure how so, it ties into this, but obviously, <laughs> yin and yang is balance. Uh-huh. Uh, yin is the feminine energy, and yang is the masculine. Okay. And sex, especially like in today's media, porn, like just entertainment all around, even like TV sex scenes, it's very yang. It's very dominant. It's very masculine. It's like, fuck, like, yeah, bitch. Like, and don't get me wrong. Yang is very fun. Like, yang. Yeah, it has its, it has its know, time and place. It, it's, it's great. It's like, great that masculine energy is great. But, but you like, can't neglect the, the yin. You can't neglect the yin and the feminine because that's what makes it so, like, soft and, like, intimate. Yeah, like, a, a little you, bit deeper. With intimacy, it's, like, so powerful. Yeah. And I've, I found that recently and I'm like, whoa, like these are, it honestly set my standards for my next partner. Mm. And so, okay, here's the question I feel like a lot of people are asking, how do you have the yin part of it without like getting emotionally attached to this person? Because Mm -hmm. that is like something that like you're walking a fine line there. It is a fine line. Right. What, what helps you like? make sure that you don't cross that line and you don't compromise your emotions or the other person's emotions. Like you, you stay respectful of each other's emotions. It is a super fine line to walk. And I feel like a lot of people, especially like people in general who are just having friends with benefits, Mm -hmm. um, are in a position where they don't want anything more than that. But I would just say like where I'm personally at and like where he's personally at, knowing that 
neither of us want to be in a relationship with each other. It's like knowing that. Mm. And then, you know, I'm emotionally in, emotionally involved with somebody else. And he actually started dating somebody else. Mm. So y'all know that about each other. Yeah. So that you understand why it's not going to go further. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously, I've thought about it. But I think where we both are and also knowing where we both are, um, it's just that's kind of like what it is. Like yeah. he knows where I'm at and I know where he's at and I, we respect that. So you could play that line, but like not in a way where it's like giving mm-hmm. you the false implication that I want something more. Yeah. Well, also, I guess I haven't thought about this until now. We are constantly asking like, hey, are, like, am I am I overstepping or like, Hey, is this crossing a boundary? Let me know. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah, that's a really important thing because mm-hmm. I'm the same way as you. I don't want, if I'm going to have a friends with benefits, it's going to, and like, I genuinely like you as a friend, mm-hmm. like it's going to be weird to just like fuck you and tell you to leave or whatever. It's yeah. like, I, I do respect you. I want to, and, and like for myself, I want to have like that more intimate like yeah. experience because I know it's better, right? So yeah. it's like I think the biggest thing is like you've established that in the beginning. Well, right? I, it just always goes back to communication and constantly checking yeah. in. You know, mm-hmm. and like where are you at? Is this okay? Am I overstepping boundaries? Has anything changed? Like, what are the dynamics? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can have like a finite. This is what it is in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like things may change. Like, what if you end up do wanting to be with that person? Like, you can be open to all these different opportunities. It's right. just like always checking in and like always returning to communication yeah. and like your true intentions. Like you, cause you can say one thing and like really hope for another. And that's where it gets like, that's where you can, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. And it takes bravery and courage to like show up honestly as your true self and like what you really want. Yeah. And it, it's not always, it's, it's difficult to communicate your feelings, but yeah. it's so important. And I think it's like and it's, it's highly respected too. Yeah, and I think it's also partly getting the truth and honesty out yeah. of the other person, so because they might just be telling you, mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, I don't see anything. I don't want anything more. Yeah, yeah. But their actions are kind of implying otherwise, and or maybe low key, they are hoping for that. Yeah, you know, to develop into into something, but mm-hmm. it's like. Hey, it's okay to communicate that if that's how you genuinely feel. Yeah. Right. And it, I feel like it could potentially be easier if it's a friend. Yeah. You know? Because you you guys already, like, know what you guys have as friends. Mm-hmm. And you both don't want that to, like, be ruined. Yeah. You have, to, you have to know yourself. You have to, like, take things for what they are. Um, and also take mixed signals as a no. Like What's an it, example of a mixed signal? I think, like, communicating, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship, this is what it is, like, we're just friends with benefits, but also, like, getting territorial, acting as if you are in a relationship, getting jealous, Mm. those are, like, mixed signals, like, wait, what are we? You're saying one thing, doing another. So getting jealous, I feel like, is a big one. Yeah. Do you and your FWB, like, cuddle afterwards, or... Does he like, because here's one thing we get asked about. Do you let this motherfucker kiss your forehead? He's never kissed my forehead. He's never kissed your forehead? Be honest with me, Lacey. He hasn't. I've kissed his. You've kissed his forehead? Can a girl not do that? Oh, my God. 
She out here kissing foreheads, y'all. Fellas out there, if you in the FWB, repeat after me. Protect your forehead. It's not good. This is where your common sense gets sucked out of. Okay, <laughs> listeners, I'll just say, even though... She the- out here kissing foreheads, y'all. I like forehead kisses. <laughs> but... That current you out here sucking common sense out of this poor young man. That current situation isn't happening anymore. <laughs> he actually started dating somebody else. Okay. So, like, the common sense wasn't sucked out of his head. Thank God the man survived. Yeah, he, he survived. Did, he did, must have did some forehead training. Luckily, he wasn't kissing my forehead, I guess. <laughs> luckily, luckily, he but wasn't kissing your damn forehead. I guess forehead. after aftercare, we'd probably do... Like so cuddling, him. kissing, like, does he ever kiss your hand or your shoulder? Or no. Like, none of that. Okay, good. See, that's a fucking red flag right there. This motherfucker is giving you mixed signals. If he's kissing your shoulders, kissing your hand. Neck. Going like, it's like, like hold forehead. your neck or the forehead. Those are mixed signals. You better protect that forehead, girl. You better look into his intentions. Yup. Cause now he's starting to play a game on you. Yeah, but I, I would, I would say that we used to cuddle like right after, but not for long, not like an all night kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. That's fair boundaries right mm-hmm. there. But then once you start to like get a little bit more kind of uh, touchier, I don't know, touchy, or yeah. like uh, what would you call that? Cuddlier. Cuddlier. Intimate after the fact. Mm-hmm. Those are relations. Those are those are rela- That's boyfriend shit right there. That's yeah, boyfriend yeah, girlfriend yeah. shit right there. We can't. We don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, young man. Stay the fuck away from this forehead. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, one of the key rules: no forehead kisses in the FWB. No shoulder kisses. No hand kisses. Cuddling is fine for a period of. 10 minutes? 10 minutes maximum. Yeah. Right after the fact. Mm hmm. I'm, I'm still like, I'm like, damn, I broke the forehead rule. <laughs> <That's>, but it wasn't <laughs> you like. You broke the rule. It was like, like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get graphic. I'm going to keep my damn head <laughs> like this. You got to protect your forehead around this one. <laughs> you got to stay away from these poor guys' foreheads. Noted. You broke, uh, you broke I don't, the rule right there. I don't think. You know, I don't think I want another friends with benefits. Maybe if one naturally kind of shows up, I'm not looking for one. Yeah. Um, I kind of like just being to myself right now. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're both like in a very similar place. Yeah. Like I I love what that did for me. Mm. Like so much. Like it just really like made sex a healthy thing for me again. It put sex in a healthier light and it, it taught me boundaries, communication, the spiritual thing, like real intimacy. Like, wow, that really did so much for me. I'm not saying friends with benefits will heal all, right. but with my intentions and where I was in my life, it did do a lot. Yeah. I feel like it showed you kind of like what that experience should be like. Oh, yeah. It right? really did because now that's my standard. I'm like, I will never have anything less than that ever. Right. Because I feel like you... Sometimes you go into relationships and because you're in a relationship, you're so protective of like trying to maintain the relationship that you're almost afraid to like ask those questions or be open, fully open. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, whereas with a friend, 
Mm-hmm. You could be fully open. We can communicate yeah. and talk about like our boundaries, what experimenting and all that. You could figure all that. Part. It's like a little easier. It's also because you're not afraid of the judgment. Even with that, like, I almost want my next relationship to be a friend too. Yeah, you know, like that's how I really want it to be. Like yeah. that's how it should be. This is what we've been talking about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she just, you just confirming a lot of things that we. You know, the woman's about. perspective. It's like not go. We just talked about this on one of our recent episodes. It's like not going out and pursuing relationships. Instead, go mm-hmm. out and, and pursue friendships. friendships. Yeah, you know. And then if they organically turn into relationships, then that's like the best case scenario anyway. Because typically the difference is when you're pursuing a relationship, you are showing only your best self and like this version of you. And typically with friendships, you're just showing up as you. The true you. Yeah. Like no masks involved. Right. You don't have to feel like you have to put on a show or like you know, prove yourself to anybody. You're just being authentically you. Mm -hmm. If they fuck with it and vibe with it, then like, oh, this is the most ideal person for me because they like genuinely accept me and all of like what I am. And from the get-go, you're not hiding anything. Yeah. From the get-go. You're super open. And that's like the biggest fucking component of a successful Mm -hmm. relationship is having that like non-judgmental, open communication, Mm -hmm. being honest and not feeling constrained in any way yeah right and also i feel like with friend if you start off as friends there's like you don't start off with this territorial uh mindset right and so you have this like or these expectations yeah you know what i mean it's like how come he's not texting me back right away oh it's like yeah. you don't give a fuck because yeah. he's just a friend mm-hmm. right <laughs> it's yeah. like you're a little more just e- at ease mm-hmm that's the benefit of being with a friend with benefits mm-hmm. uh, in my in my opinion it's like it's so less it's so much less stressful yeah but it's like of course you want eventually more yeah because right. it, it's a natural thing to want for the most part for me so yeah. yeah i don't know if it'll happen again i don't know if i don't know we'll see so if it were to happen again what were what would be like kind of the the boxes that would need to be checked for you to say, okay, this is a person who I could see being like friends with benefits or this would be a healthy friends with benefits situation and a non-toxic one. Yeah, that's that's important. A healthy friends with benefits. You know, I feel like it would really depend on the person. Uh, What would that person have to like kind of look like? Communication skills. Respect, uh, emotional maturity, like they can't be dis- dishonest. They have to be like upfront. They they just have to. It's just like the umbrella: honesty, openness, communication, emotional intelligence, uh, and just showing up as their true self. Like the spiritual connection. Like I I want to like be know you and be comfortable like so comfortable with you like i don't want to just like know you right i want to know you yeah yeah but also at that point like i think i I keep going back to like i don't know if i even want to have another friends with benefits because at that point it's just like let me just get into a relationship yeah you're you're basically checking off all the boxes that would qualify somebody to be in like the same same type of thing but it's like there's i feel like a friends with benefits, they check all, all those boxes, 
But then it's like there's maybe a couple things that's like, oh, well, we're kind of not on the same path in these couple ways. But everything else yeah. we check. And it's like, okay, th- this is a friends with benefits. It's not more than that. Yeah, it, it depends on where, like, I guess we both are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, what I am capable, what I'm wanting in my life right now, what they're wanting in their life right now, like, am I prioritizing my career, like, more than I am a relationship right now? It's like, what? where am I? Like, mm. that, that's a huge factor. I think another thing is, like, not a non-jealous type. Yeah. Like you yeah. Got, if if a person displays like signs of jealousy, then it's gonna be a toxic like friends with benefits. It's not gonna be a healthy. Yeah. Luckily, I've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like so thankful for that. Right. Because like guys, we can be territorial that, or like that, a little ego. That would ruin the friendship. Yeah. Trying to be controlling. Like, dude, you have no fucking right to be controlling. If you're not mm-hmm. gonna be in a relationship with her, you're not willing to commit to her. Yeah. It's like. What are you... It's interesting because I've been learning a lot about open relationships, and I guess, in a way, Friends with Benefits falls under that umbrella. Mm, yeah. Yeah. In a way it does. So do you think that there's any other red flags that guys should look... Or girls should look for in a guy that, you know, before you jump into a Friends with Benefits, you got to make sure he checks these boxes? I mean, just emotionally for... I feel like on our side or my side or your side... Just know what you're getting into. Like, I feel like don't hope for anything more than what it is. Mm. If you're communicating, take it for what it is. You can't, like, assume or think, get your hopes up, or, like, pray for or fantasize over. Just, like, take it for what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Did this guy, when before you guys got into a Friends with Benefits, did he try anything with you, like... No. Beforehand? He's really respectful. I actually made the first move. You were the one that... Mm-hmm. Respect, brother. Dude, he's, so, he's one of the most respectful people So that's ever. how you knew, like, okay, he would... He, he He's not looking at me just as, like... Yeah. From a physical standpoint. Because I feel like a lot of girls might be listening and be thinking to themselves, like, that sounds great, but all these guys that I try to build this emotional or mental connection with, like, they... They only want to have a physical connection. Yeah. They're only, like, literally just going for the physical connection. And sometimes I, I think mine is pretty unique because we are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, when you guys first met, were you in a relationship or anything? Like, what is... I'm trying to think, why is the reason, like, he never tried to, like, flirt with you or try, like, test... Yeah. You know? Um, why was he... Because I asked those, my, those questions myself. Like, why Why isn't he, like, flirting with me? Uh, or, like, what is that? Like, I was like... You see that, gentlemen? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? What's going on here? You know, two attractive people. I was like, wait, what? Um, but going back to how respectful he is, he values our friendship way more than sex. Like, friend, our friendship is way more valuable than just like having sex right but how did that friendship first develop because i can guarantee you like when he met you he those thoughts were in the back of his head yeah right so he's actually talked about this like we met got along so well Mm -hmm. and we were like what the fuck and you were just being in my life like crazy and he was just like when i met you he's talked about it when i met you i didn't have any friends in la good friends and he was like fuck like i 
really like don't want to fuck this up mm. and he was like i i was so scared to lose you as a friend he was like i wasn't gonna do anything physically because like i i really enjoy you being in my life and he's like sex ruins a lot of things like relationships can fuck things up so he's like you know and guys put guys put people in boxes right you know it's like fuck buddy friend relationship right so with you, I'm assuming that when you met him, you were just like yourself around him. Absolutely. So he, he automatically, I mean, he probably thought like, oh, like, sh- oh, should we be anything? But I, he, it goes back to like, no, like, I love this girl so much. Like, that's my friend for life. Mm-hmm. I feel like people like mirror the energy that you give them, right? So mm-hmm. you ever oh, like, yeah, you, you ever meet somebody and then they're they're just like, or like maybe you see some acquaintance that you've known for a long time and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, how you been? Hi, oh my God, I'm so excited to see you, blah, blah, blah. We should definitely do lunch someday. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, how yeah, you been? Yeah. And you start to mirror that energy yeah. even though it might not be authentic. Yeah. You're right? So it's just like, I feel like that applies here mm-hmm. where like if you are just yourself around people, you're more likely to get them to be themselves around you. Your reality is a, a mirror of what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Whatever you're putting out, you get back. Right. It's like if you want the authentic and if you want a guy to, like, build an emotional connection with you, it's like you got to be yourself and you got to have to, like, be that type of person around them for them to, like, mirror that. It's like, oh, wow. I At first it was just like, you know, wow, she's, like, so hot. I want to hook <laughs> up with her. And then it's like, oh, wow. She's actually, like, pretty dope as a person. Yeah. All that. And I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. Right? Because I, I, I want a person like this in my life. Yeah, yeah. Right? Where it's like now you've given them something else to appreciate about mm-hmm. you other than just the physical aspect. But if you're yeah. surface level with them, then they're never going to see that side of you. Yeah. Right? I think it, I mean, from the second we both met each other, sex was never like, oh, like, we're going to fuck. Yeah. It, it just came from a place of, like, pureness. In what way? What's that mean? Just, like, no, like hidden intentions other than just like wanting to be friends it was just so like pure like i i say pure in a way of like just feeling so comfortable and like almost like i'm I'm really big on like healing your inner child or inner child work and i just Mm. feel like like my true little little lacy like with like the little version of him you know because kids are so pure yeah and honest and giving and playful like that's what i mean when i say pure so you kind of like led with that yeah type of energy when and then it just kind of was reciprocated by him yeah i mean and that that takes like just like where you are in your life because like it it's not always easy to show up as your true self because you know sometimes this life is hard and people tell you like your true self is is not worthy or like not enough like uh, that's what this world typically is and so we show up like trying to be cooler or like put on these different masks but like after doing some like the work you can learn to like oh like i am okay like being my true self like Mm. i am enough like this is me and like that energy is so vibrant and so confident and people especially like-minded people flock to that. And that's mm-hmm. like kind of what happened, I guess, in my situation mm-hmm. is like, I came to a place in my life where like, I'm just comfortable being me and yeah. I'm finding people that are comfortable being them. Yeah. 
I'm assuming like at that time too, maybe you weren't looking for anything. Mm -mm. So you're just like not even trying to gain any validation by, you know, so you're just comfortable just being yourself. Like, yeah. I, I don't give a shit whether you like me or not like me. This is who I am. Right. Right. Cause you're not really looking for anything. Yeah. I'm not trying. I'm just being right. That's a key component right there. Ladies and gentlemen, just be. Just be, <laughs> Romeo said that on an episode, just be you, because mm -hmm. it's the most beautiful version of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you're able to get that same sort of energy out of, out of people around you. And the yeah. ones that don't reciprocate it, boom, they just weed themselves out from your life. Like you, oh, you're not, you, you're being fake or you're just yeah. trying to put on a show for me. Eh, you you're can out. easily sniff out bullshit. Like right. it's just like. You can tell when somebody's not. Especially like when you're being authentically you. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to see the ones who. It's like now if you're if you can't be authentically you back, mm -hmm. now you're just okay. Yeah, yeah. Eh, we're gonna keep you at arm's length. Yeah. Like I think shit. I think we covered a, a quite a bit of good shit right here. That's some good shit. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Friends with benefits. With Lacey Claire. <laughs> I mean, that was really great. Yeah. I, th I feel like your situation, your, your approach to be having a friends with benefits is like the most ideal approach. Mm -hmm. Right. And also for like discovering kind of what you like finding the true value of like sex in yeah. general. Like. I'm so it, thankful for that right. experience and that chapter in my life. Like, holy fuck. Like, that did so much for me. I see it. Yeah. I see it. There's I a, see it. There's a glow about you. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got to experience that because you hear of friends with benefits and you almost, like, surface level think that it's, like, sex with no meaning or, like, you know, but the way I've... It doesn't have to be. Yeah, the way I experienced it was honestly so beautiful. Yeah, and you guys are still friends to this day. Yeah. Still have a beautiful friendship. It hasn't, like, changed Yeah, and that's, changed what, that's it. what I love, man. Like, you know, because it happened a couple of years ago, and then it happened again. And almost when it happened again, it we almost had this, like, security or this confidence that, mm -hmm. hey, it already happened once, and I got into a full-blown relationship. Like, right. we're capable of doing it again. Yeah, there's no, like, uh, questions yeah, up yeah. in the air. So it's, again, kind of just a recap, clear communication right off the, the get-go, mm -hmm. knowing the person, like, internally, yeah. mentally, emotionally, before you jump into right. to it, you know, and then having kind of, like, uh, the boundaries set, yeah. you know, and communicating them throughout, mm -hmm. right? Checking and in. Checking yeah. in and all that. And showing up as your true, honest self and, yeah. like, true intentions. Like, you have right. to be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Make sure to check out Miss Lacey Claire. Oh, yeah. Check Wh me out. Where are you at on social media? Um, on Instagram, TikTok, all the jazz. I'm at the Lacey Claire. The Lacey Claire on all of them, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, TikTok Claire. is the Lacey Claire 5, but you'll find it. Um, and then the, my podcast, the podcast, he's going to be on. I'm uh, going to be on that podcast in a couple weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, Oh, here we go. The Oh, it's, here we go podcast. Oh, here we go with three H's. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm here sorry. It, yeah. It's two, two H's. And then here we go. 
O-H-H-A-E-R-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'll put a little thing right here. <laughs> oh, here we go. Check out that podcast. That's how I got put on to Lacey. And I was like, we got to do it. We talk about all the juicy stuff. Yeah. They have one on episode. The, the one I just listened to was the ethical fuck boy slash fuck girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is it right yeah, here. Yeah, very that similar really to good. this. Kind of. I don't know what we're going to talk about when I come on, but... I'm sure it'll be interesting. We got some shit. That'll be fun. Make sure to go check that out. Subscribe. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, what the hell are you doing, girl? Homeboy, what you doing? doing? Hit that subscribe button. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions or stories, similar situations that you want to share with us to talk about on the podcast, shoot us a DM and let us know what your situation is. We'll keep it anonymous and we'll talk about it in a future episode for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Lacey, for being here with us. It was a pleasure. This was so fun. You were awesome. You were amazing. (laughs) The first girl. The first stripped-down female on the podcast. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace. (laughs) Yay! Awesome fucking job. You gotta stay away from them foreheads, girl. I'm sorry. I can't believe this.